Hello, this is Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of the Stella and Dot Family Brands, and this is my brand new podcast, Self Made. Hey, friends, welcome to this week on the Self Made podcast. I want to start out by saying thank you. You have been sharing this, and this podcast audience is growing, and that makes me so grateful to you because I feel like it's making an impact. You know, this is kind of like, it's not even a gig, it's just something I do on the side as part of my mission of helping lift people up and pursue their own thing, do it their own way, have the tenacity and the belief in themselves to go do it, build some skills. So I just love knowing that it matters and that you're out there sharing it. So thank you. Thank you. For this week, you're going to get a peek into the mind of an entrepreneur. And it's actually part two of Kelly Levesque, the best-selling author of Body Love, the celebrity nutritionist who has coined the term Fab Four for a healthy, sane way to eat every day that I follow and that you should listen to. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, you're going to want to go back and get all of her science-based, amazing nutritional advice. But I kept the tape rolling. I'm sure it's not a tape. You know what I mean. I kept recording the conversation. Why? One, I'm kind of obsessed with Kelly as a person. She is just this person that is so centered and kind and humble and it draws you in. You want to know more about her. Like what's going on in your life? How do you tick? How are you so successful? And so I want you to get to know more of the her and what's going on in her world. Because I'm sure if you listen to last week's podcast, you're like, okay, this lady's got it going on. She is really crushing it in terms of being an influencer, an author, just doing all the things while she's uh, just had a beautiful new baby. She's married. And you look at her. And as I said before, she's so glowy and her hair is so great. And she's just one of those people that looks so pulled together. You look at them and you're like, how is this even possible? Like, how do you have time to make all this great stuff happen? And you can admire them, but it can also trigger this fear in you. Like, you got to be that perfect to get things done. There must be something that she's just got going on, like all the lucky stars aligned. So I wanted you to get to know her life. What is going on? What are her challenges? What are her struggles? What are the trade-offs? What are the sacrifices? How on earth did she get this to work out with her husband? Like, is he just rolling in it and that's how he's able to support her? Well, take a listen to the rest of this conversation for the insight of what it really takes to take the leap and create success. I want them to know you a tiny bit more because as I've gotten to know you, I find you just to be awesome and so nice and so, like, I just am so cheering for your success because I think you're such a phenomenal person. It is wonderful to be around. You just have this energy that's very loving, very mission-driven, like you authentically want to help people, and I love that. And you are someone who you work with, I met you and your husband, because you worked a little bit together, and I just want to know more about your life. Like, tell people you've mastered this diet and health, which is, I guess, not a diet, a way to live, but tell us about the rest of your life, and you, it sounds so perfect. Like, are there things you struggle with? Are there advice you have outside of nutrition? Well, I will say I've had a full, I would say, um, I've gotten my MBA in building my own business, um, outside of, outside of college where I feel like I've learned so much along the way. And I think 
when I look back at starting this business, right, it, be, it was a side hustle, but I, I took it really seriously. I think you can all be really discouraged by social media and how many quote unquote competitors there are. There's so many nutritionists and health coach out there. Or like so many people have already started this business. This person and that person are so much more successful than me. And it's a lot of comparison. And I would say, you know, if you really, really want something, it's just about doing it every single day because there's so many times where I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, this happened. Like, I can't believe I'm where I am right now. Like I can believe it, but it was really those every, those steps every single day to get there. And I made so many mistakes along the way. And if those mistakes and sort of slip ups or lost opportunities discouraged me from moving forward, I, I definitely wouldn't be where I, where I am today. And I think, um, you know, I mean, I just, looking back, like I, I definitely could have left my, uh, my corporate job a little bit sooner, but I was scared. Like my husband was a corporate attorney for seven years and he became very motivated by the fact that I was following my dreams and following my passion. And while I was working my cancer and genetics job and side hustling Be Well by Kelly, he came home and said, I don't want to be an attorney anymore. And I said, Oh, Okay. <laughs> cool, but one of us needs a job. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, and he is very creative. And he said, I want to write a screenplay and propose this idea that he would do it for a year and go all in. And I said, okay. Um, so I supported him a year turned into almost two. Um, but he, to write his full screenplay while, you know, he still had student loans from going to law school at USC, which is not, you know, it's a very expensive school. Um, so, you know, there are things where I look back and I, and I go like, wow, like resilience is so important. Me just like believing in myself and knowing this is going to work itself out. And I am just going to, I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to keep working hard because I think there's a part of me that would have said like, okay, you go follow your dream and I'll just, I'll take a break with Be Well by Kelly right now. And I'll just focus on my cancer and genetics job. Cause that's safe and that feels good and it's fine. And I'll just pay our bills and pay for our life. But when you have something that you want so bad, you have to go for it. And I did I love that. I love that. And because both of you were able to be partners and actually support each other in these dreams that I'm sure a lot of people were telling him, you're a corporate lawyer, dude, with student debt, like, do not go chase the stream by dream. Same like thing where people were telling you. And yet somehow in your beautiful marriage, you were able to support each other emotionally and yeah. not just financially, but you somehow both did that. And I think that's so important for people to know because I think when they hear someone like you and they see that level of success, they assume that something must have been easier or different in your life than in their own so I think it's so great to underscore like what was actually happening there. Like you had this husband and you wanted to go do something different. And did you have to pair back? Did you have to change your lifestyle in order for that to happen or delay milestones of purchasing a, you know, a bigger house or other yeah. things that you wanted along the way? Oh, I, I think a lot of people because of who I support think that I have made it big and I am still an entrepreneur. I am still in a startup. I have really, I have decided and always decided to put the money back into my business to grow. I think one of the best, uh, 
a piece of advice that Ifa gave me was she was like, everyone can write a first book, Kelly. If you want to be an author, you need to take that advance that looks like a big shiny penny and you need to dump it back into your book tour. You need to buy, get PR and you need to get serious about it. And that's what I did. Yep. You know, I threw everything back in that entire advance back into my business. It funded a six month book tour. And I even, you know, dipped into a little bit of my own savings to do that. And at the same time, I look at like my life and I don't think a lot of people realize that Chris and I shared a car for three years. So we that are is still, amazing. We're still in the same apartment we were in for eight years. And now we're finally at a place where we're, you know, we have alerts on Redfin and we're looking to buy <laughs> a house so in the neighborhood we want to buy it in. And we, you know, but like every change in your life requires you to pull back a little in something like when we had Sebastian and we're like, okay, well now we're going to get some part-time childcare and we're, you know, these expenses are coming down the pipe and you know, that, beautiful uh, media center that I really wanted to buy on restoration hardware is just going to have to wait. And I really, out dreams require sacrifice. Yeah. Dreams require sacrifice and discipline and an extended period of time. Yeah. And I love you reinvesting with it's like the thought by the way, is our shared book um, agent and it is so smart and you made it. I mean, you are like, I look at your success and you're just, it, it seems so phenomenal, but it's so good for other people to know. Wow. There is, there's been a lot of choices, a lot of trade-offs, a lot of tenacity, a lot of persistence. And still to this day, you continue to make long-term strategic decisions to fuel your passion and your partner at the same time. Because yeah. it, it can coexist. And now that you're a mom, so you had fashion, he's nine months old, and is he not so cute? Thank you. <laughs> so adorable. Poor like, I just wish I could hug him right now. He is so adorable. Yeah, he's pretty and, I mean, delicious. How is that? He's delicious. Are you madly in love? I am, I'm so madly in love. And we had like, you know, we had such a, we had a really hard labor and delivery and he had to go to children's hospital, Los Angeles here for um, almost two weeks, actually. Um, oh. What ended up happening was he, uh, they had predicted, not predicted, but they, we were being told that there was a basically a central nervous system issue that he might've been oxygen deprived during labor and that he might have cerebral palsy or epilepsy or very like, it was a, we were, it's a very hard period of time in Chris and my life. And it was really, really, really hard on us. But his MRI revealed that he had basically had a brain bleed. Like I gave him his first football concussion on the way out. And, um, oh. and so he's a completely healthy little boy, but so you didn't give it to him. He just got one. Like yeah. that, that mama, you need to let that go. <laughs> yeah. That boy's going to fall down a million times. Yeah. And none of it you did. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we probably it, will drop them a few times. Like all yeah. kids get dropped. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, but right there, that was a massive, yeah, a massive life perspective switch for us where we're like, okay, well, what is the most important thing in our life? Mm -hmm. And what do we need to do right now? And we really prioritize spending time with Bash the first six months of his life. Um, we didn't have a, any form of childcare. Um, and then we started getting some part-time childcare in seven and eight months. And then now he's nine months and we have someone who comes, but I, it was, you know, it, I think you have these seasons of life where you have, where you have to like reinvest in your family and your emotional self and to feel fueled and excited about like a new project. And I'm, and that's the other beautiful thing about now you really run your own business. I mean, I, I really believe, and I've said this to Kelly, I said this to you since the first moment we've met, I'm like, you are like looking at the tiny little scratch of a surface of the empire that I know that I see that you will build. I think everything you've envisioned 
you're absolutely the right person with the right work ethic and the right mindset and right message to, to build it. And so many female entrepreneurs, they do ask and they have these moments where they need to step back for one reason or another. I mean, I did that. I had to, my first daughter needed to have a heart operation and I was starting a business at the same time. And I look back at it now that she's 15 and healthy as an ox. And I don't, it's like hard to even remember that, that, that the duration of time that that felt like a tiny bit of a pause. But when you're in it, you can feel so guilty mm-hmm. with, is this slowing me down? Should I be doing more? Do I owe this to my, to my publisher or to, or to my, my public or to this deal or should I be further? And, and that I think you just have a very sane head on your shoulders. And that's why I think the sane diet comes out of it. So I hope you keep that perspective of like, oh, life is long. You are so young. You can have all the breaks you want along the way and be able to put, continue to nurture your relationship and your family and still thrive and just keep crushing it in business. And you're just doing that so well right now. And I know that that will continue for you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I, I feel like there is no such thing as balance, but if you have sort of like the bumpers on your bowling lane, you can kind of keep that ball rolling forward and knock some pins down. So that's, that's, that's a, a good way to think about it. That is a great way to think about it. <laughs> I hope you got a lot out of that conversation with Kelly. Some of the things that I want to highlight before I give you this challenge of what to do to find that tenacity in your life is, did you love the part about resilience? Did you love the part about how she did not give up upon a setback? You can be on your path and all of a sudden life is going to throw you a curveball. In her case, we heard many. First curveball, husband with steady job becomes screenwriter. A lot of people would freak out in that moment and be like, uh, wait a minute, (laughs) I was on my dream path. And they might even let that erode their relationship. And yet having a sense of calm and resilience, as she put it, allowed her to keep both on track, his dream, her dream, and actually all things on track, their relationship too. That's a beautiful thing. And I really do think of it as a conscious choice. And you heard me up front refer to Kelly as centered. And I think I can credit this, I don't know, maybe to her her innate personality. But she also does yoga. She really takes care of herself. And that's why I really believe in a strong body, strong mind. I think if you are physically in a great place, if you are mentally in a great place, when challenges come your way, you tend to go find the opportunity instead of the obstacle. So just highlight that, like put a little pin in it in your mental note. Next time you're stressed out and you're wondering, do I have time to go for a run or meditate or take a nap? Like do whatever you need to do to fuel your wellness. Because is that in fact going to make you better equipped to see the opportunity and have the resilience to keep things on track? Because baby, the curveballs are coming and they keep coming. Right When she went and got her book advance, she didn't go and buy a new car. She kept sharing one with her husband. She didn't spend ahead of her life. She invested into a future business. That right there, my friends, underscore again, huge, 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 huge. There's so much struggle behind the build that you need to know about. When people are creating 
the first wave of commercial success, they're often not cashing in on it. They're not um, buying something on a finance that they really can't afford, but because they're they're betting on the come, like, oh, this income, I get a taste of it. Here, here's some more. I want to go out and I want to get this new thing. Instead, they're saying, I need to build a rainy day fund. I need to fortify investment in my business. I need to grow. So if you're able to decouple immediate financial gratification and you're able to do long-term investment, you're going to pave a career rather than a quick hit. So amen, sister Kelly, like you just absolutely nailed that as an underscore lesson to listen to. And then what about the next one? The pacing and timeline. When she had had her beautiful son bash, and I've had this happen to me as a, a working mom, where you have a baby and the medical curveball gets thrown your way. And it's the first time you say to yourself, oh, I get it. You don't have kids. They have you and nothing else matters. And that is my path. And whatever they need, who cares about the rest of it? And you're going to do something on a pace and a schedule that just works for your family. So when she shared their need to be present for their son, to be focused on his health, and thank God he is great, that is something we all need to give ourselves the grace and forgiveness for. In that moment, the last thing you need is stress around your business goals and timeline. And you know why Kelly was able to deal with it so well? The previous point we just talked about, she didn't go out and extend herself in terms of buying that new home or that second car in advance and put too much pressure on go, 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 grow, 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 so that they were in this place where they could say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to hold back a little bit of my business. I'm going to take time. I'm going to put off getting the childcare that we need. And if you can come again from that place of calm, you create opportunity, not obstacles, and you end up living a successful life rather than being beholden and trapped by this crazy notion of a successful business. Because I don't believe the two exist apart from each other. What's the point of doing something that's a business if it's not fulfilling what you really want in life? And oftentimes those are not things. Those are uh, um, flexibility and strength. So I love her choices there. So I want to give you this resilience challenge. And I want you to make a list. If you are on this path of what am I creating for myself, not just today, but for tomorrow, what's my path? What's my long-term view? She referenced Ifat, who is our shared book agent, who told her, You're, you could, anyone could write a book, but what about becoming an author and having a career there? What do you want to do short-term and long-term? So I want you to ask yourself, what is your short-term goal and definition of success? And what is your long-term goal and definition of success? And in a world where we get so much instant gratification, like I'm bored, I'm in a line, hit my phone, get a little hit of activity. We got to retrain the brain to actually stop and think about short-term versus long-term payoff because there's always something to do in the short-term. There's always something to do. And if you just busy yourself with like, I want, I get, I want, I get, you never really pave this path of stability, of growth, of reason, of truth around building a holistic, successful life. So make this list of short-term and then real wants and real success in the long-term and ask yourself where your resilience is going to need to come in. Where are the trade-offs going to be today? You heard her talking about living in the same apartment, right? What's yours going to be so that you can really be on this path and, and find your extraordinary 
I talk about the P's of entrepreneurship and, and path is one of the P's because it is this plan that you make for, to go the long haul, to create the life that you want because baby, you are self-made. Thanks for listening. And if you got a little nugget of wisdom out of this, then please go and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm so grateful for, again, I started and I'm going to end by saying, wow, this podcast is really growing. It's taking off. It's got your awesome words of sharing. So share on social, take the minute to do it. It means a lot. Use hashtag self-made podcast link to an episode. And I appreciate you until next week. Bye everybody. 